0: You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with Master Storyteller Michael Wood. Featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show!
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Day 235. We turn our attention back to King Jehoshaphat who has returned from the battle. He's trying to rebuild his kingdom. He even installs new judges. But then he hears the news that three armies want to attack him now. But then the Lord says, don't worry about it. It's my battle to fight. So will King Jehoshaphat go into the battle with every sword, shield, and man he could find and look for a military victory? Or will he listen to the Lord and just go into the battle singing worship songs? I'm sure the enemies would think that's a very strange military strategy. And we're also continuing in the book of 1 Corinthians. Paul spoke at length In chapter 15, the concept of being raised from death, that is, a a resurrection similar to that of Jesus. But in verses 35 to 49, Paul addresses an important question that people have, and that is hey, if you are raised to life, what kind of body do we have? And Paul's response to that question will probably amuse some of you, to others, will not be surprising. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Second Chronicles chapter 19 King Jehoshaphat of Judah came back safely to his house in Jerusalem. The prophet Jehu, son of Hanani, went out to meet the king.
0: Jehu said to him, Why did you help those who are wicked? Why do you love those who hate the Lord? That's the reason the Lord is angry with you now. But you did some good things in your life. You removed the Asherah poles from this country and you've decided to ask God for his advice. Jehoshaphat chooses
1: judges. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem, but he would go out among the people throughout Judah, from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim. He helped the people turn back to the Lord, the God their ancestors worshipped. Jehoshaphat went from town to town and appointed judges in each of the fortresses of Judah. He told the judges, Be careful in what you are doing, because you are not judging for people, but for the Lord. He will be with you when you make decisions. You must honor the Lord, protect justice, and do what is right, because the Lord our God is fair. He does not treat some people as they are more important than others, and he does not accept bribes to change his judgments. In Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat chose some of the Levites, priests and heads of the families of Israel to be judges. These men lived in Jerusalem and used the law of the Lord to settle problems among the people. Jehoshaphat commanded them, You must serve faithfully with all your heart, honoring the Lord. People from cities around the country will bring their problems to you. You will listen to cases where people have broken a law or a command or maybe have killed someone. In all these cases, you must warn the people not to sin against the Lord so that he will not get angry and punish you and your people. Amariah is the high priest, so he will make the final decision about the people's responsibilities to the Lord. Zebediah, son of Ishmael, is the leader of the tribe of Judah, so he will make the final decision about the people's responsibilities to the king. The Levites will serve as scribes for you. Be brave, and do what is right! May the Lord be with those of you who are good judges! Later, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some Meunites came to start a war with Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat,
0: There is a large army coming against you from Edom! They are coming from the other side of the Dead Sea! They are already in Hazazen Tamar!
1: Hazazen Tamar is also called En Gedi. Jehoshaphat became afraid, and he decided to ask the Lord what to do. He announced a time of fasting for everyone in Judah. The people of Judah came together to ask the Lord for help. They came from all the towns of Judah to ask for the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat was in the new courtyard of the Lord's temple. He stood up in the meeting of the people from Judah and Jerusalem and said, Lord God of our ancestors, you are the God in heaven. You rule over all the kingdoms and all the nations. You have power and strength. No one can stand against you. You are our God. You forced the people living in this land to leave. You did this before your people Israel came here. Abraham was your friend. And you gave this land to his descendants forever. His descendants lived in this land and built a temple
0: for your name. And they said, If trouble comes to us, the sword, punishment, diseases, or famine, we will stand in front of this temple and in front of you. Your name is on this temple. We will shout to you when we are in trouble. Then you will hear and save us. But now,
1: here are men from Amman, Moab, and Mount Seir. You would not let the Israelites enter their lands when they came out of Egypt. So the Israelites turned away and didn't destroy them. But see how they reward those people for not destroying them? They have come to force us out of your land that you gave to us. Our God punished those people. We don't have the strength to stop this large army that is coming against us. We don't know what to do. We are looking to you for help. All the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their wives, babies, and children. During the meeting, the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah. Zechariah was the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeel, the son of Matania. Jehaziel was a Levite from the family of Asaph. He said, listen to me King Jehoshaphat and everyone living in Judah and Jerusalem. The Lord
0: says this to you. Don't be afraid or worry about this large army because the battle is not your battle. It is God's battle. Tomorrow they will come up through the Ziz Pass. You must go down to them. You will find them at the end of the valley on the other side of the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Just stand there and watch the Lord save you. Judah and Jerusalem, don't be afraid. Don't worry, because the Lord is with you. So go out to stand against those people
1: tomorrow. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem bowed down before the Lord and worshipped him. The Levites from the Kohath family groups and the Korah family stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel. They sang very loudly. Early the next morning, Jehoshaphat's army went out into the desert of Tekoa. As they marched out, Jehoshaphat stood there saying, Listen to me, men of Judah and Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will stand strong. Have faith in the prophets, and you will succeed. Jehoshaphat encouraged the men and gave them instructions. Then he had the temple singers stand up in their special clothes to praise the Lord. They marched in front of the army and sang, Give thanks to the Lord! His faithful love will continue forever!" As they began to sing and to praise God, the Lord set an ambush for the army from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come to attack Judah, and the enemy was defeated. The Ammonites and the Moabites started to fight the men from Mount Seir. After they had killed them, the Ammonites and Moabites turned on themselves and killed each other. The men from Judah arrived at the lookout point in the desert. They looked for the enemy, but what they saw was a huge army of dead bodies on the ground. Not a single enemy soldier had escaped. Jehoshaphat and his army came to take things from the dead bodies. They found many cattle and large amounts of supplies, clothes, and other valuable things. It was more than Jehoshaphat and his men could carry away. There was so much that they spent three days taking everything from the dead bodies on the fourth day jehoshaphat and his army met in the valley of barakah they praised the lord that is why people still call that place the valley of barakah all the men from judah and jerusalem were very happy as they marched back to jerusalem with jehoshaphat leading them the lord made them very happy when he defeated their enemy. They entered Jerusalem with lyres, harps, and trumpets, and went to the temple of the Lord. People in all the surrounding kingdoms became afraid of God when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. That is why there was peace for Jehoshaphat's kingdom, as God brought him rest from the enemies that were all around him. Summary of Jehoshaphat's rule. Jehoshaphat ruled over the country of Judah. He was 35 years old when he became king, and he ruled for 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother was Azubah, the daughter of Shelhi. Like his father Asa, Jehoshaphat was a good king and continued to do what the Lord says is right. But he did not destroy the places where people went to worship false gods. And the people never gave themselves completely to follow the god their ancestors had worshipped. Everything else Jehoshaphat did while he was king is recorded in the official records of Jehu son of Hanani. It was copied and included in the book The History of the Kings of Israel. Later on, King Jehoshaphat of Judah made an agreement with Ahaziah, an evil king of Israel. Jehoshaphat joined with Ahaziah, to build some cargo ships at ezion Geber. There was a man from the town of Marashah, named Eliezer, son of Dadodavu. He spoke against Jehoshaphat and said, Jehoshaphat, since you had joined with the Haziah, the Lord will destroy what you have built. The ships were wrecked and never sailed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 35 to 49. What kind of body will we have? But someone may ask, How are the dead raised? What kind of body will they have? These are stupid questions. When you plant something, it must die in the ground before it can live and grow. And when you plant something, What you plant does not have the same body that it will have later. What you plant is only a seed, maybe wheat or something else, but God gives it the body that he has planned for it, and he gives each kind of seed its own body. All things made of flesh are not the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds have another, and fish have yet another kind. Also, there are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. But the beauty of the heavenly bodies is one kind, and the beauty of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of beauty, the moon has another kind, and the stars have another. And each star is different in its beauty. It will be the same when those who have died are raised to life. The body that is planted in the grave will ruin and decay but it will be raised to a life that cannot be destroyed. When the body is planted, it is without honor, but when it is raised, it will be great and glorious. When the body is planted, it is weak, but when it is raised, it will be full of power. The body that is planted is a physical body. When it is raised, it will be a spiritual body. There is a physical body, so there is also a spiritual body. As the scriptures say, the first man, Adam, became a living person. But the last Adam is a life-giving spirit. The spiritual man did not come first. It was the physical man that came first. Then came the spiritual. The first man came from the dust of the earth. The second man came from heaven. All people belong to the earth. They are like that first man of earth. But those who belong to heaven are like that man of heaven. We were made like that man of earth, so we will also be made like that man of heaven. Psalm 102, verses 12 to 17. But you, Lord, will rule as king forever. Your name will last forever and ever. You will rise up and comfort Zion. The time has come for you to be kind to Zion. Your servants love her stones. They love even the dust of that city. The nations will worship the Lord's name, All the kings on earth will honor you. The Lord will rebuild Zion. He will appear in all his glory. He will listen to the prayers of those in poverty. He will not ignore. Thank you, everyone. That was day 235. Join us for day 236. We're continuing in 2 Chronicles, and we meet a new priest named Jehoiada. And because of his leadership, the kingdom begins to turn around, and everything gets to be good again with temples that worship the one true God. But then they add another element. They decide to put guards at the temples, creating a church and militarized situation. Sunday worship just got more interesting, and in the book of 1 Corinthians, Paul continues to discuss our new bodies that we receive after death. And he gets into more detail, such as how long these bodies will last. And he explains why we must be given new bodies in the first place. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year.
0: Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.